Okay, everybody. Are you there? Anybody listening? Anybody there? Looks a little better. Okay, let's... All right, here we go. Here we go. Fractional distillation. Fractional distillation. So, uh, I was reading an article in a magazine. I think it was Time. And the article was going, uh, we're going to have to eliminate oil. Because oil is, um, like, you know, this major environmental threat. So... What's happening here is, I'm thinking about it, I said, wait a minute, fractional distillation, what is that? Isn't that what? Now, so fractional distillation is the chemical process wherein which, basically, like, it, it boils up um, and boils off to, like, a certain level off the chemicals or, like, the things that we use in society that are derivative from oil. So, like... Let's say, for instance, here's what the funny part about it is. Oil is the, what the, all the things that are actually in a car are actually derivative from oil. To its fuel, to the seats, to the parts of the engine, to almost everything that comes out of oil makes the car. And one of the biggest things is rubber. So, getting to my point. And, and to say what I want to say, you could probably lose plastic tires, I guess. But you still need that from oil. But back to fractional distillation. What happens with fractional distillation? At a certain levels, as it bubbles up or boils up, you get, like, first of all, the other thing. First of all, oil. That lubricates the, in, the innards. After that, you've got to have gasoline that fuels the car. That bubbles off oil. Then after that, there's a thing called kerosene. Guess what? You love that on your uh, uh, lanterns, and you love that in your uh, barbecue. So after that, you go from kerosene to uh, rubbers, plastics, um, I think even methane and certain CO2 properties or whatever that go into your compressed cans, so on and so on and so on. It keeps going on. Even some of the more synthetic items that we have that they're supposed to be replacing this or that or the other, that's coming off oils. So once oil is replaced, you'll be basically, there won't be no Nike, no Adidas. You won't even be able to hold your pants up probably without oil. Um, and it's going to be really hard to explain it. It's going to be really hard to put that down. And for a while, I had wondered why they were throwing away the ideas to switch switch right out of oil. Maybe what we want to do with internal combustive drive, instead of throwing out throwing away oil, is you want to take it in actuality, and um, you want to take it in actuality and fix it so the internal combustive drive is just cleaner, and just keep making it cleaner. Because I'm liking the way the engine smells. When a car goes by me, it smells like strawberries, it smells clean, like fresh linen, um, and so on and so forth. So, whether or not they're going to have electrical buses or not in more uh, allergenic areas or, or high concentration of asthmatic individuals, that's not what I would really worry about because I think that with the way the EPA is doing things, they can make internal combustion drive better and i think there really does need to be a comparative analysis into volt versus horsepower 
for the EPA, for the environment, for the FDA, so that everybody can finally understand that I really think I'm with, I'm going to have to stay with oils. I'm going to have to support um, internal combustive drive versus volt, electrical drive, because electricity is going to put away with a lot of stuff, supposedly, but those things that we'll put away with, you're going to have to figure out what is the alternative for rubber tires, seat belts. You know what I'm saying? And people need, and, and then here's what's going to make you laugh. If you get rid of oils and rubbers, what's going to make an artificial heart? So, you know what I'm saying? No, no, no. Because I'm going to tell you the more advanced artificial heart is going to be one in rubbers or a rubber-like synthetic material. And the only thing that replaces close to being like flesh is going to be a, something made out of latex or a plastic that expands or whatever that is like flesh. The only thing that is like flesh is latex or rubber. And those are coming off the basics of having rubbers. Now we got the rubber tree plant. You can melt that down, but you got to make sure you're growing enough of that. And that's what the trick is. But as I'm trying to tell you, once you manage the balance of this productive process and using these resources correctly, conservatively, internal combustion drive. Let's not lose our, our, our common sense. Oil has a purpose and a natural purpose, but um, I don't think it should go anywhere too fast. Not too fast. Maybe we should just work on making uh, uh, these. Uh, 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 and we've actually really mastered environmentalness. Now, let's take ourselves over to the competitor, our enemy, China. They make, they don't have any regard for the environment, really. And 9 o'clock in the morning looks like 9 p.m. when the industrial stuff kicks up. So I think... If we really look at the comparison of certain other countries and what we're doing, our environmentalness is right on mark. We're keeping the environment clean. We don't have to worry about the electrical car and not the, the other stuff and things like that. We're doing a very good job with the environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it goes back. Cars don't drive unless they have filters here in this country. If your car doesn't meet the EPA standard, it don't roll. And that's the same thing with the Department of Transportation. If it doesn't meet the APA regulations, it don't roll. So if the Department of Transportation or the, the, the New Jersey uh, uh, Department of Transportation or NJ Transit is rolling out buses, any bus that rolls out without EPA-regulated vehicles, that, that's, that, that, that transportation company is not going to be. So... J.C. Homelander, I'm for the environment, EPA, FDA, and everything else. H.D.